Today's podcast is brought to you by drinkers like you. To help support the show, visit patreon.com slash have a drink show. What is Mama Juana? No, seriously, what is it? My first thought was it was going to be some sort of maple syrup or maybe some other name for marijuana. But that makes it a good topic since it gives us a chance to learn about it. So join us as we figure this out. And if we can find any, have a drink. Welcome to Have a Drink, the show where you learn along with us about what you drink. I'm Brittany Lee Walker. I'm Justin Frazier. I'm Christopher Walker. And I'm Casey Price. Hello. Hi, everybody. Howdy, y'all. How's going? <sighs> yeah. Feels really <laughs> I feel that. nice to have a drink. That's, uh, so, uh, we talked pre-show before anything. Yeah, we're not going to do anything. Yeah, but, uh, just to state at one point. I was so stressed out this week. I legitimately came in the door with Emmett. Let him down. He just immediately runs into the living room. I walk into the kitchen, just uh, just defeated and stressed. And I'm just like looking around. And I look up on top of the cabinets because I'd stuck a bottle of the unholy liquid <laughs> up there. Because I don't want it near the good liquor. You're afraid anything, of contaminating. Really. Yeah, I look up there and see the bottle of Malort. And my initial reaction was, I need to pour a glass of that. It's been that kind of day. That's how you know you're into self-harm. Two beats later, I stopped and said, like in my head, I'm like, the hell is wrong with me? I've got a problem. (laughs) I was waiting for you to say, the hell is wrong with me? I have have a child. I have things to live for. I don't need my lord. (laughs) So yeah, that's uh, how, how the last couple of weeks have been. Sorry, about right. Uh, Where I craved Malort, I, I saw that bottle and was like, "That's a good idea." <laughs> when I've got amazing whiskey <laughs> sitting on another shelf, not ten feet away. See, I thought the story was going to go with like you know, you came in, you just looked sad and defeated, and Emmett came over holding a bottle of scotch to give you. <laughs> like he, he plucked it from the shelf and went, "Daddy, oh. feel good juice." Uh, for him, it'd be more like comes up and like punches me in the crotch. Uh, that's, that, that would be what actually happens. Yeah. No, today, yeah, Brittany went to the store and today, just like, damn, I don't love you. Oh, I love God. me. And so I was just like, okay, then. I get that a lot. I get the, um, do you love daddy? No, I love mommy. Does, did they at least do the same thing to mommy? No. Not a bit. 
Emmett snuggle like in the mornings now. I'm like getting ready to leave for work and he'll just get up and I'm like, Emmett, can dad sit next to you? No. And then Brittany walks to the room and Mom snuggle. <laughs> <laughs> so she sits down and he like curls up on her and I'm just like, the hell? <laughs> I think he's just going through a weird thing. You say that because you're benefiting from this. Yeah, that big smile. Like he's just going through a thing. <laughs> and I'm soaking it up. Sorry. I am. Because also, <laughs> I, I'm the one who's like, oh, look, Emmett, look at this this drawing I'm working on. He's like, no. He's like, I don't like <laughs> Is it. Is it Mario? Come back when it's Mario. Yeah, pretty much. You're not totally wrong. But anything I do, he's like, he looks at it, he's like, I, I don't like it. <laughs> he's like, that's not good. Not perfect. Anyway, but kids are honest. Like it's yeah. the you know he he's not going to consider your feelings. He's going to tell you point blank. They have no empathy. Yeah, this is how we get to you have a big belly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it always makes uh, me think of that. That like well, I saw it on TikTok, but she had like a prime, uh, like a comedy special or whatever. But she was like that kids are honest, and he's like, but it's also not like you know that that's the real truth in their head. Like they had to stop everything that they were doing to be like, cause like, Oh, you're ugly. It was like, they had to stop everything and be like, Whoa, what is this? <laughs> Fix it. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's how I feel. Yeah. That's where we're at. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> there so. have been good things though. Like, you know, we, I think we've got all of our Christmas shopping for for Emmett done at least. Like we only have we have to get the the parents and in laws. You Look, know, the half of their stuff's bought because that is the best part of having young kids <laughs> because their school pictures are you put it slap them bad boys in frames and there's half your Christmas shopping done. I like this idea. Or or like on a like a you know insert gift thing with a photo on it from Shutterfly. Oh yeah, that's, that's what we're about. For the last four <laughs> years, that's been like my and people love it. Like uh, so we got my grandmother a huge blanket with family pictures printed mm-hmm. on it, of, like the whole family, and it says family yeah. real big on it. And that has been like at her funeral, people were kind of low key arguing about who gets it. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> funerals are when the knives come out. Mm. Uh. No joke. Well, not knives. They're uh, 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 little uh, name tape <laughs> thing. Just like mine and mine. That brings up another mm-hmm. conversation. I don't know how it is with everyone else. Yes, I do get your liquor collection when you die. <laughs> <laughs> no, that goes to Emmett, and he has to chug it all. He has to <laughs> earn it like a walker. Is this like one of those... Uh, one of those things like in ancient Egyptian times when you want everyone in your family to go with you also. <laughs> no, uh, although we, we, I was discussing uh, my plans for one of our friends uh, uh, funeral, which is I cut the uh, cut a beer keg in half, place them in it, fill it with uh, food and sweets and <laughs> send them down a river and light them with a, a flaming torch marshmallow, a uh, flaming arrow marshmallow. All right. Very yeah. traditional. I mean, <laughs> he would approve the traditional kegger. Mm-hmm. No, um, at the funeral, me and my brother were discussing because all the all the elderly family have now passed in my family, mm-hmm. and he was bemoaning 
the lack of a pimento cheese spread. He's like, <laughs> he's like, where's the funeral spread? He's like, some no one brought it. <laughs> it was just like, Ernie, you were supposed to bring it. Like it is us <laughs> You're now. That point. <laughs> we are we are becoming the elders of this family. Like, if you want the funeral spread, which has got to be uh, pimento cheese. What was it? It was like pimento cheese, bologna salad, and something else, sandwiches. I was like, yep. you've got to bring it. Otherwise, yeah. it's not going to be brought. <laughs> we are uh, we are to the point where the person that made that last one, yeah, they're in there right now. I was going to say, like, who, who, like, where's the funeral? Who usually brings this? That's, Stay it's in the casket. Just there. That's a, kind of like the realization was the funeral home doesn't provide that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was the thought I had for a long time until I found. I was like, "Oh no, no, we do that." Oh, uh, you need to be like, "How unfortunate!" I, yeah, I, no, I don't need any like. Uh, ever, oh, sorry for your, it was. It was a couple months ago. It's it's done. It's past. We've mourned. Here we are. And now we need to. Uh, but you, you do out how you to do make still, bologna salad sandwiches. Yeah, I was going to say, but you do still need that pimento cheese and bologna salad. We, and, we need some pimento cheese now, and it's it's going to be an issue. Uh, how about you guys? What do you guys think? <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, it's been a, been a long week. It's a, it's World Cup time, though, so I I get irrationally patriotic during this time. <laughs> And watch a team that I know is going to lose. All soccer fans, especially U.S. soccer fans do that. We're all suddenly like, eh, how's the team? We're doing good. This is going to be great. And then everyone's just like halfway through painting their face. And then it's like, oh, well, we're done. Yeah. Well, uh, I've experienced that. Look, we got, we got to the knockout stage, which is more than I expected from the group we were in. I was kind of like, uh, when we, the group we were in, we tied the team. We had the best chance of beating. And I went, we were in trouble. <laughs> But we got we got past the knockout stage, and then went up against Netherlands today, and lost three one. And I was like, oh as soon god! As I heard it was like we're going against the Netherlands. I was like, and we're done. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, my dad and his boss uh, know nothing about soccer, but they're like, well, it's World Cup. Why don't we like you know make like a a, a steak bet essentially? I think it was like <laughs> breakfast food, maybe like steak and eggs or something. But you know, make, like, we'll we'll do a steak bet, uh, and. Uh, they just randomly picked countries to to be rooting for, and Dad got the Netherlands. And I was like, Dad, you understand? They are usually in like the semifinals. There, there is a there is a chance that they could actually do it. I think his boss got like Mozambique or something. Oh, God, and I was like, he's not getting there. <laughs> uh, what's the action if like both teams get knocked out? Then then nothing. It's like, oh well. But now I went down to. Uh, uh, Mirror Twin today to to watch the game. Uh, highly recommend watching uh, watching a World Cup game in a packed uh, packed fire hazard level uh, uh, <laughs> bar because it is it is real fun to to suddenly like w- be in that group when everyone's like yeah oh god damn <laughs> yeah and when the 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 on duty managers kind of like sitting there nervously watching the doors. Hoping a fire marshal doesn't dip by for a random check. The first, uh, the 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 one U.S. goal was almost like that end of uh, Ted Lasso uh, season one, where they 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 tie up in the Man City game and like beers flying in the air. Like this is a moment where we just watch everyone like cups in hand going, yeah. And I was like, oh, oh it didn't spill anything. Good. 
Because, yeah, I was also drinking at 10 o'clock this morning. Oh. I mean, it's World Cup time. <laughs> World Cup time. They're, they're in, a, they're in a, a different time zone. I also had to reconcile the fact that I'm also watching a game where, like, like oh, this, yeah, God, this is great, but, like, that stadium is built on blood. Yeah. History yeah. works. I wish, wish I could have been drinking at 10 o'clock this morning. That would have been nice. Instead, we, I don't know. It, it's our own fault. We thought it was a great idea. Well, we made it for a Friday because we knew this was going to happen. But we're like, hey, let's give our child all the immunization shots. One go. Let's let's just do it. So today he's like, "Yep, I'm rocking rocking that fever." Uh, I will say uh, one of the things that uh, happened since the last time we recorded was uh, we well, obviously we took Thanksgiving off because you know who wants to record when you're you're in a turkey coma. I was gonna say because uh, have you seen have you seen a picture of all of us? And I don't mean the ones on the website from like seven years ago. I mean a modern <laughs> picture. <laughs> we, we all like some food, but. Uh, uh, I had to come back to town, uh, back to Lexington uh, for for that, and got to go to Baba's, uh, to, not Baba's, uh, Ethereal's really, uh, uh, anniversary weekend, and they had a special Baba on. That is the train of thought that my brain just muddled. Uh, they always have but, a couple. They'll always have uh, a couple special Babas, and then like basically whatever the breakout star of the last Baba release was. They had uh, some cookies and cream baba. Oh yeah, I saw a lot of people talking about that. I, wish I could have tried it. <laughs> uh, oh, it it is delicious. Any? It is diabetes, but it is delicious. No, not we haven't had cookies and cream. Oh, oh no, that's. Uh, they did. Uh, <laughs> uh, someone I knew did break out an old baba that they had found uh, sitting around, and it was the 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 Hawaiian. Uh, oh good lord! How infected yeah. was that? Still great. It oh. held up. Oh, like we were all many... shocked. We were all like, "Shit, that's still good." How many people could pull that off? That's a. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I was like, "That's impressive." Well, then they pasteurized it. Like that's about yeah. Own, like <laughs> that's the only way that the stuff in that because what was in the the Hawaiian was I know it was uh, macadamia nut and mm. Yeah, a bunch of weird things that I was just looking at that, getting nervous. Like, mm. I don't think it. I don't think it was probably you know the exact same as fresh, obviously, but it was still a, a still a good. You know, it was not one that we cracked open. Went, oh nope, that's that's swill. I wish I could have. So it's kind of become a habit for me to at least swing by because on their anniversaries, I have uh, last year's anniversary glass right here mm. because they have some flipping awesome glassware. Yeah, and I saw they were... the one from this year, and I was I was mildly I was like, it's a good glass. It's a it's a different glass. It's not meant for stouts and things. I was like, that's nice, but I was like, I'm not gonna jump out of my way for this one. Yeah, Casey, how about you? What you been up to? Um, we had our Thanksgiving on Wednesday last week, and it's a good thing because on Thursday is when I started to catch what I thought was the flu. <laughs> Um, and it had been passed around through, through, you know, the kids and everybody. So we all were, except for Ashley, um, we all got over it by like, luckily I think Tuesday, because I actually had to fly out on Tuesday to go to Boston. So uh, it was in the last stages of it. But whenever I was gone, Ashley went to the doctor and turns out it was pneumonia that we all had. (laughs) So not, and I was like, I just had my flu shot two weeks ago. It should be working. 
You know? And they're like, oh, it was. Uh, That's not it at all. It, okay. it worked, apparently. <laughs> someone, someone in my family, uh, someone that we know in my family uh, has like pneumonia. They've got like the, the bilateral or something like it's in both lungs. Oh, oh God. we are, we, we're, 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 a lot, a lot of, a uh, 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 worried text going around occasionally. Like, how's everyone doing? Uh, but we were um, luckily having having children. You kind of acquire various different home health remedies like uh, nebulizers and, <laughs> and the puppy dog uh, breathing treatments. So we were like just huffing those down every few hours, which yes. helps a lot. Makes sense now that it wasn't flu. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Well, I feel I feel less bad that I didn't stop by and uh, visit yeah. uh, over Thanksgiving. Yeah, good uh, good call on that one. Now, I well when when you told me that because uh, I think you said like the others were out and you just you know you'd already yep. done Thanksgiving. I almost was like, ah, no, no, I said come on down. We'll we got leftover food. Yep. But by the time I uh, I was the next day rolled around, I was dead. Okay. Well, come come to like Friday Saturday time frame. I was like, no, I'm not moving from this bed. Come <laughs> Friday Saturday, your lungs aren't functioning. You're yeah. <laughs> you should be hospitalized. <laughs> it's kind of the way I was like, this is the worst I've ever felt. I'm glad I don't normally get the flu. And then <laughs> no wonder it's not. And then headed up to Boston, stopped off at. Um, I made a, a quick. My hotel was like a half mile away from. Trillium. So I did my, I had my Uber drop me off at the brewery, uh, went in, did my normal, like, okay, let's taste everything, get some pizzas, let's have a uh, 40 pounds of beer pack up. And then I rolled it down the road to uh, to the hotel instead of getting another Uber, just, you know, walk the distance with by everything in tow. By the way, that, uh, uh, was it Death Metal? Was that the one they had from them that? Yeah. Uh, that Slash. I brought that out to a to a game night, and uh, the, you know everyone there was like, "Yeah, try this," and they just went, "That is, that is the tits." I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> it is." They are just now getting that on. They got this weird thing where like they will put it out in bottles or cans about a month before it actually comes to draft in their establishment. It was like so weird. So um, whenever I was here this time, they had just gotten it. They were like, oh, this is brand new. I'm like, oh, yeah, I had it a month ago. <laughs> in there. Done that. In there. Yes, please. <laughs> I, try to, I try to get a little bit of everything. I got two, um, two bottles of, two bottles of um, some sort of imperial stout that they had. One of them was a smoked malt that they actually smoked in their own meat smoker out back. Oh, yes. Yeah. So it was it, interesting. Uh, this reminds me of a meme that I saw, which was, uh, uh, you've hit 35, you have two options. Uh, get really into World War II history or smoking meats. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, or both. Uh, or both. Uh, I, I, I don't have a meat podcast. smoker, but I was prepared with uh, the World War II history already. So I love it. That's what I'd like to fall asleep to at night, is there's two two types of shows. The World War II history... <laughs> And space science channel shows. Mm. The black hole. And then you get an hour of just some, you know, what my, who my wife calls porn stash, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Tyson. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, oh yeah. that was that was the best thing about one of the best things about Thanksgiving this year. My nieces were over uh, 
and they broke broke out the photo album because they were showing old pictures of like my my sister and me to the to the girls. They were like, oh, look at this. That's funny. Look how tiny you know. Look at tiny Jessica. Look at look at uh, uh, birthmarked you know to hell, Justin. Uh, that was most. I was I was more birthmarked than baby at that age. Uh, but uh, also in those pictures, uh, like in my baby pictures, is my father in his porn stash and i had to find a very polite way to say to an eight-year-old that is your that is your grandfather's porn stash <laughs> oh i think a similar thing happened with uh my dad and we're digging out the old pictures of from when i was a baby and it's like my dad had rock in the porn stash every man rocked it then it's yeah it was just they were time. They they were they were taken aback by like the uh like the, the the pictures when like Jessica was born like like his feathered uh uh you know they like they they like you look like Justin Bieber and I was like in fairness that well like you know younger Justin Bieber not you know what he is now uh but I'm like yeah that in fairness trends are cyclical yep mm-hmm. that had the uh, the look of a Britney spaniel. <laughs> <laughs> well, that got very specific. <laughs> but uh, uh, Casey, say so you recovered. You're you're clearly alive and well now. Now this is a complex uh, uh, AI we we set up. Me and Casey set up in the event of his death. Oh, let's not call it well. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well is a strong word. <laughs> but yes, we we are. I am better. Ashley is still on steroids and all the other stuff. The kids are fairly good, too. That's just because your wife likes to, you know, pump iron. She does. <laughs> so it does have to be said, uh, fingers crossed, we do not encounter such things because we got our we got our booking for Disney. There mm. is a have-a-drink suite happening. <laughs> and it's... Oh, yeah. We are within... Uh, I've watched uh, someone mark it off we are within, what was it? It's like 22, 22 to 25 steps <laughs> out the front door of our resort into Epcot. Like this we are why, that close to drinking around the world. I'm God. so close to saying, oh, yeah, I want the uh, I want the park hopper tickets. Every day. Because, for every day because when we come back for lunch to the room or whatever, I could just walk over to Epcot and grab a, a – a French baguette, and we can have fresh bread uh, with well, our lunch meat in the room. Because we're right yeah, yeah. next to the France Pavilion, like it's yeah. it's a non thing for us to be like, I'm gonna pop over to the France Pavilion and grab you know some fresh fresh stuff. Well, and the other thing is, after you've drank around the world a bit, you you you'll be tipsy enough to go. You know what? I want another park. <laughs> I love the. I yep. think it's hilarious. That you're like, oh, the drinking around the world. Yeah, when we got there before, how much were those drinks? Yeah, I know. Uh, it, it's, it's a billion it. dollars. <laughs> it stopped it dead in its tracks. We're like, let's do this. And then we we start, we'll start in Germany. And we get like two beers. And then we're like, and we're done. <laughs> like, that's, oh, Jesus. That's where you're like, okay, four of us are drinking around the world. You get the drink here and we'll all take a sip. <laughs> yeah. That's it's how, uh, collective uh that's, flight. that's, that's how Disney cuts down on, on, on drunkenness. It's, it's, they just make it prohibitively <laughs> expensive to get actually hammered. Uh, no, that's when you get uh, the one dude who uh, was, almost fell off of the Skyliner platform. Yeah, rip his shirt off and <laughs> and go great. go 
beast mode. Was high fiving yeah. everyone else in line and. <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess uh, time for, I guess we have like one announcement, something coming soon. Yeah, just to remind everyone about uh, this, the New Year's Eve streamathon, um, we are uh, working on the exact timing. Um, we so- literally, the ball's in our court. We got we we a time slot. Yeah. We are in high-level discussions about being a no. Uh, we're just trying to figure out what time we're going. Yes, there uh, are New Year's a lot Eve. of moving parts for that. Yeah, yeah. New Year's Eve. Uh, we we have some fun things planned, and uh, some verticals and some surprises. So that'll be fun. Uh, but you'll. I mean, I have no idea where you'll catch us. I mean. I'm guessing here on Twitch on our channel, some they changed the way. The, right, the hosting thing's going to be weird this year. The hosting yeah. thing's been switched, so we don't know how it's going to work exactly. But we are going to be doing the Diamond Club New Year's Eve streamathon, hosted by Ritual Misery. Well, put together completely by Ritual Misery, and yeah. uh, can't name us really go out of their way to make this thing happen every year, and we all raise money for Children's Miracle Network. And, and it's a, it's a get, good get, time. Yeah, because, you know, the, the thing they always say, no one should spend New Year's Eve alone. Yep. So you can come be so. with us. Uh, it's a, I mean, the whole, uh, you have people partying, having fun, streaming, doing all kinds of stuff for, how long does it go? It's like 27 hours. 27 like we hours. will, we will pick up, we already have money from last year's streamathon. Yeah. Uh, from the tail end of it. Plus, you know, We've started raising money already. Uh, the the uh, you know we started raising some. Uh, uh, Ritual Misery has been raising some money on their team. There's a bunch of teams you can you'll be able to donate to to whoever you want. Uh, uh, it all goes to the same place. We just use it for black bragging rights. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and then you know you can watch you can de-stress and watch uh, watch some marbles. Oh yeah, the marbles. If no one's watched Bryce do the marbles, that's where the oh, money's oh. made. It is. It's one of my favorite things. When I when I see it on and I have time, I'm like, it's marbles time. Oh Bryce, boy! Bryce does uh, the marbles, and it literally makes ninety percent of. <laughs> it makes the nut. He I, does it like year long anyway, but but streamathon marbles I feel are, are an extra. I remember I remember the first time he was doing the marbles thing, and we were walking in there like we'd raised like six hundred bucks, and we're like, yeah, we're. We're big time, and he follows us up, and then like within the first few minutes, raises like three grand, and we're like, "Oh, <laughs> yeah." <laughs> I don't remember that, but I don't remember a lot about that night. There was a lot of bad decisions. Yeah, so tune in; you'll see one of us throw up. I promise. Probably. <laughs> so someone will see you. It happens. And th- who? Who would it be? And that's a have a drink guarantee. <laughs> <laughs> I. I mean, I bought. I. I may have bought uh, something for it. To continue the tradition. No. Oh, <laughs> Do you not remember? La- no, you don't remember last year. Actually. <laughs> I remember a lot of it. Parts. Concerned viewers are messaging us <laughs> off air about your, Is he okay? your well-being. Uh, look, someone has to be the drunken monkey on this show. Speaking of, the show that is. Ah, uh, yes. We're not that drunk. Give me a minute. I'm we, moving on to my second drink. You, yeah, you can tell we've been uh, uh, 
we've had a week off because we are we are just playing catch up. Uh, oh, I definitely am. Uh, mm. <laughs> well, uh, today we are talking about Mama Joanna. Uh, is it one word, six words? How? Uh, whatever. I couldn't find it consistent anywhere. Like, gotcha. Some people will will put the topic header as one word, and then constantly in their article, it's two. Or the topic header will be two words, and constantly in the article, it's one word. So I'm like... The nightmare for the AP style guide. Let's just say <laughs> this style is just, it's budding into, mm. you know, the multinational markets. So uh, I guess this is the disclaimer for the episode. Everything, everything I could find everywhere is just like, has a little star, needs citation. Mm. So no one is a thousand percent percent certain about anything to do with this and i took all the information and compiled it into a rough timeline that seems to take because there's two favorite origin stories and i'm just like let's just assume both when mama was bitten by radioactive joanna (laughs) and i was like let's assume both and then later if i'm wrong someone can edit it i don't know but there's a lot of like a lot of this information, there's not a lot of places where people have come thought to, hey, th- there's several hundred years between two of these. Maybe it's both. And so I just, Get to me, it seems like I feel this is how it happened. So I just stuck it together. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. If I'm not, someone can write an article saying I'm really wrong. But I haven't seen anyone else do this yet. Yeah. Well, everyone. Just sit right back and you'll hear a tale, a tale of a fateful trip that started from this tropic port aboard this tiny ship. The mate was a mighty sailing band, the skipper brave and sure. Uh, brave it. Oh, look, it's Columbus. The joke of comparing him to the Gilligan's Island theme paints out a little too well, except for glossing over some genocide. As disturbing as that is, uh, that's where we begin today's episode. Uh Uh, sorry, I just saw a thing in chat that. Oh, yeah, that's no, it's a, a mm-hmm. someone someone else fixed that. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, uh, Mama Joanna was uh, born from native uh, Taino. I I always have trouble with this. Yeah, Taino, Taino. I, I was. Unsure on how to pronounce it, a guide. I could even the yeah. pronunciation guides. I'm like, yeah, that didn't help. Yeah, fair. Uh, the Tainos in uh, the island of Hispaniola. Uh, it is thought to have been a medicinal tea, non alcoholic, uh, used as a bit of a cure all. Uh, the Taino people uh, were historic indigenous people of the Caribbean whose culture is uh, continued today by Taino descendant communities and Taino uh, uh, revivalist communities. Uh, at the time of European contact in the late 15th century, that's a polite way to say it, um, <laughs> they were the principal inhabitants of most of what is now Cuba, the Dominican Republic, Jamaica, Haiti, Puerto Rico, and the Bahamas, uh, and uh, the northern Lesser Antilles. For our purposes uh, today, we are mainly referring to the Dominican Republic. I wonder what happened to these nice indigenous people. Uh, uh, <laughs> Look, you got, I'm sure we, nothing. I'm sure nothing horrific or traumatic happened. And... No, they thrive today. As a so, 
this it's very uncomfortable. And I think I added the <laughs> the little a rough history lesson to this segment because it's rough, and that's why I was like, look, we can't dwell on this; it gets too depressing. But we have to touch on it because yeah. it's just a truth, and mm-hmm. it it plays into it. So just bear with us. And I I am honestly intrigued now. I did not know the name of these people. I did not know, you know, much about their culture. We don't dive much into it, but I now want to know more. Hmm. And hopefully you, like you to will know? too. Uh, sorry, I shouldn't follow up that with a uh, Starship Troopers reference, but it, I, every time I hear it, I'd like to know more. Right? It was intentional. Uh, okay, good. Uh, the Lucky and Branch of the Italianos were the... Uh, uh, were the first new uh, first New World people encountered by Christopher Columbus in the bah- uh, uh, Bahamian archipelago on October twelfth, nineteen forty fourteen ninety two, yeah. Isn't that a Steven Spielberg movie? <laughs> Just Columbus lands in the Bahamas. Dog fighting happens above the. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Completely uh, different timeline. <laughs> Uh, that's something a civilization game right there. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what I like to do in civilization. I make the native people, and then Columbus comes over and goes, nah, not today, Satan. But you reverse it. You'd be like, no, I'm going to dominate you. This my land now. I'm going to keep all your cities. And then make a pact, a peace agreement with Gandhi, because he will rain down nuclear fire on me. <laughs> Doesn't matter what. What peace? Gandhi's raining down nuclear fire. Like that's the only the only way to win in civilization is as soon as you meet Gandhi, you gotta eliminate him. <laughs> gotta take him out while he's passive. Yep. Second, you get nukes. He he is ready to burn the world. Anyway, Columbus described the Tainos as physically tall, well proportioned, with noble and kind personalities. Uh, in his diary, Columbus wrote, "They traded with us and gave us everything they had with goodwill. They took great delight in pleasing us." They are very gentle uh, and without knowledge of what is evil, nor do they murder or steal. Your Highness may be uh, may believe that in all the world there can be no better people. They love their neighbors as themselves, and they have the sweetest talk in the world and are gentle and always laughing. Oh, man. Oh, it's just, you're like, uh-huh. I, I know what comes next. <laughs> I was like, they're so nice. They're practically begging for us to enslave them. Uh, anyway, on Columbus's second voyage in 1493, he began to require tribute from the Teanos uh, in Hispaniola. Because, uh, of course, he did. Uh, according to uh, Kirkpatrick's sale, uh, each adult over 14 years of age was expected to deliver a hawk's bell full of gold every three months. Or, uh, when this was lacking, 25 pounds of spun cotton. If this tribute was not brought, the Spanish cut off the hands of the Tayanos and left them to bleed to death. Yeah. Yeah. See, Um, his previous description of how, you know, gentle and peaceful they were. Well, uh, these cruel practices inspired many revolts, but the Tayano and uh, campaigns against the Spanish, some being successful, some not. 
Uh, in Hispaniola, it, it's real difficult to be successful when they have guns and you do not. Although the guns weren't great then, and you had the best <laughs> chance you were going to have with gunpowder. Yeah, at that it, was, point. it wasn't going to get any better. Uh, uh, in Hispaniola, uh, a Tayano chief named uh, in Enriquillo. Enriquillo. That's most likely a Spanish version of that yeah, name. All the, even the Taino or however. That's yeah. a Spanish name given yeah. to these people. I'm surprised he didn't call them Asians, but... <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's, he was going to find that trip sooner or later. He was going to make it to the Spice Islands. If only there wasn't those darn that darn landmass in the way. I left out the paragraph upon paragraph of lecture about how he called them all Indians. Yeah. Hmm. Uh... Anyway, uh, Enriquillo uh, mobilized more than 3,000 Tainos in a successful rebellion in 1520. Uh, in the 1520s, uh, these Taino were accorded land at a charter uh, from the royal administration. Despite the small, Span uh, small Spanish military presence in the region, they often took used diplomatic uh, divisions and, with the help of some powerful native allies, controlled most of the region. In exchange for a seasonal salary, religious and uh, religious and language education, the Taino were required to work for the Spanish and Indian landowners. Uh, Still ended in enslavement. That's yeah. That's the successful rebellion. Ended with them enslaved. Mm -hmm. Well, as of two thousand six. There were a couple of, of dozen activist Taino organizations from Florida to Puerto Rico to, and California to New York, with growing memberships uh, in the thousands. These efforts are known as the Taino Restoration, a revival movement of Taino culture that seeks official recognition of the survival of the Taino people. All of this is to say the Spanish came to adding, uh, uh, say the Spanish came to adding European liquors to the traditional medicinal tea, and thus pr uh, Proto Mama Joana was born. It's as if they came over going, look, all the things that we use to fix our ills involve alcohol. So, your tea, sure, maybe it works. So they're Put like, let's take, let's take this sacred thing you have and let's pour, you know, our good time into it. Liquor it up. Pour it down. It's like, you know, <laughs> not that we could kick you any harder while you're down, but we're just going to do this. Yeah, well, yeah, uh, and that is the short and sweet of it. You do not want the any long more and dirty of it. The long and dirty's too much. It's too much for anyone to bear. But now, let's talk etymology, the sexiest part of this program. I don't know. I thought I thought uh, colonialism is a pretty good part. <laughs> Well, not not a good. Uh, you know what? I I messed up there. That's that's on me. It's not what I meant. But this particular etymology has nothing to do with what you think it does, Mama Juana. Has nothing nothing to do with mamas or Juanas. The term Mama Juana has the same French origins as the English word, which I've never heard, Demijohn. Demijohn. You know when you have half a John. <laughs> Jimmy John. I don't. <laughs> no, it's like when you have. It's a, you know, it's a urinal. Obviously. What a John? <laughs> but it refers to a large squat bottle with a short, narrow neck, usually covered in wicker. That's so, a, a wicker something that makes it a terrible urinal. So immediately think of what was the wine that's always at every oh, Italian restaurant uh, with Chianti. The, Chianti. Chianti. 
Think of Chianti bottles. That is exactly where we're at. And that's where some of the uh, first bottles for Mama Juana were. They were old Chianti bottles recycled. <laughs> but that is what, that's where the name comes from. It comes from the flipping bottles. Comes, <laughs> Not the liquor. Comes from fava beans. <laughs> is it bad that I'm like now also thinking of the She-Hulk thing? <laughs> when she was like starting to make the joke and he's like, man, this is a prison. Oh, yeah. <laughs> She's like, sorry. <laughs> but yes, the large squat bottles with short narrow neck, usually covered in wicker. It is thought to be derived from the French Dame... Dame, Dame Jean? Dame Jean? Uh, or Lady Jane, a term still used to describe this type of bottle. In the Spanish-speaking countries, uh, Dame Jean was transformed into Dama Juana, or Dama Juana, and later in the Dominican Republic into Mama Juana, Mother Jane. Uh, I guess the the French would probably be like Dom Jean. Dom yeah. Jean, yeah, that's what I was like. Because oh. Jean-Luc Picard. Oh, yeah. I, I was thinking of like, it, 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 that sounds very close also to the gendarmes. The, the... <laughs> <sighs> Quick, the Dom Johns, and it's just... Mama Juana Van Damme. Oh. All, I, all I kept thinking of as we're going through the etymology, too, by the way, is uh, mama, mama, mama not going to work here anymore. <laughs> yeah. There are many different variations of recipes to make Mama Juana, since the name refers to the container or bottle originally used to prepare and store the maceration rather than to the finished product itself. Uh, we're just going to add the big star needs citation. But I did see this story repeated in multiple sources, so I'm running with it. <laughs> and it seemed to make sense to me. Running like the devil. Sorry. Mama Juana was mainly a household brew for many years. And when I say many, I mean hundreds. <laughs> and wouldn't enter the commercial space. And here's the... So that... The whole thing before this... Uh, consider that the first origin story. Here comes the second origin story. So in my head canon, there is it, it makes sense that both of these take place in the same timeline. Like there is no one origin. But uh, it doesn't exist in the commercial space until the 1950s. Jesus Rodriguez marketed, marketed Mama Juana as an herbal medicine that apart from acting as an aphrodisiac could rid you of and let's check these off the last episode I wrote, could rid you of the flu, aid digestion and circulation, and cleanse the blood, liver, and kidneys. Right. I mean, it certainly would it's the exact, cleanse the liver, I guess. Exact same description as Malort. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I really I mean, feel I like can... this is, this is the South American gin. It could. Be. I mean, to me, I was like, "This is the Dominican Republic Malort." <laughs> Only it sounds delicious instead of absolutely like gasoline. Yeah, Malort was meant to kill you. <laughs> like, look, the, they claim this is an aphrodisiac, and as uh, I want to cut to the, you know, uh, gets, the, you know, what gets rid of my, flu, you know, it helps me get rid of the flu, a boda. That's what I was hearing. It, it throws me to the. Uh, when he's taking Viagra in uh, Dewey Cox, it'll give you a boner. And I'm just like, the Lord never gave anyone a boner. <laughs> Do you not hear what I said, Dewey? I said it gives you a boner. Uh, 
Yeah. Uh, also, I feel like the 1950s is is way too late to be doing snake oil. Right, but it was there. Uh, well, in the Dominican Republic. Uh, basically, it was an all-inclusive healer. Rodriguez would commute with others in trucks to Barahona, Azua, Pedernales, and many other provinces in the Dominican Republic to collect the stems needed to create the medicinal drink. He would reportedly use carne secari, leatherback turtle meat. I was going to say, like, that's some kind of meat. So, it's some kind of meat, yeah. Uh, which is the active ingredient that made the aphrodisiac. Yeah. Uh, leatherback turtle I... meat apparently gets you rock hard. I don't remember that episode of Rocco's Modern Life. I will say, uh, some of the articles I read, it was funny because they refer to, oh, who would have, because it's... R- Roots and bark, and everyone's like, oh, who would have thought they use old wood to try and give you new wood? Uh. <laughs> well, I mean, why are you using leatherback turtle? Why not a, a sturdier shell? That That's harder. <sighs> well, the medicinal qualities of the and drink... And ribbed. <laughs> the, de- uh, the medicinal qualities of the drink derive from the bark and herbs that steep in the alcohol, creating a sort of natural tincture of herbal goodness that is thought to benefit the body in all sorts of ways. <laughs> Every article, it's just if, so, they're like, if you go to the Dominican Republic and order Mama Juana, expect the bartender to hand it over with big winks and knowing glances. It's like that so, episode of uh, 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 TNG where uh, Picard goes on on vacation and uh, Riker gives him like the idol that just says, no, I'm, I'm DTF. <laughs> so there were you know as we were trying to have kids the first go around um the reason we got our bottle of mama juana was because a a friend of ashley's went to the dominican republic and brought some back <laughs> mama juana is why you have twins and it was probably a few weeks right after that that we found out that we were pregnant so there are or she was pregnant <laughs> There are two things that I chalk it up to. Number one was the Monoma Juana. Number two was the float tanks as a stress relieving, like relaxation technique. (laughs) You were doing that. Yes, because you love those things. (laughs) The stress is a is a thing. So uh, Mama Juana's official second name is the baby maker. Shut up. Dead serious. That's better than uh, um uh, uh, the 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 Malort ads of uh, oh yeah, because <laughs> you want to fight your dad tonight. Yeah, <laughs> uh, pants are gonna shit definitely that, pants that's are gonna some of the best. Themselves. Oh god! All right, so we have, there you have it. Anecdotal proof. Mama Juana, get you pregnant. Uh, thanks to the almost immediate success. If Mama, Ju- if Mama Juana lasts more than four hours, consult more Mama Juana. Oh. <laughs> uh. Thanks to the almost immediate success of the concoction, people across the country began making their own versions of the drink, touting different benefits, depending on the herbs they chose to use. And this became somewhat of a problem, because with so many different versions of the drink out there, almost anyone could make and sell it. I and want a version of Mama Joanna made with 11 herbs and, herbs and spices. I'm floating my, only, my own idea to make a Diamond Club version, because since uh, red wine is part of it, uh, we put the Ruinum in. I called uh, Mama, a little. My idea was to call it Mama Done Ruined It. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
you put a little uh, ruinum in there, and then the base instead of rum, you use uh, malort. And oh god, no, we won't be able to drink it. Not really. Hit a hit a speed. That's that's what we need. If anyone out there has any any ruinum, if there's a diamond clubber out there who still has some ruinum, we're doing ruinum and malort shots. Oh god, no, no. (laughs) You say no. Your eyes say no. Your heart says no. But we're doing it. <laughs> In response, the president Tru- Trujillo chose Real. to control the production and sale of Mama Juana by restricting who could produce it because of like, shit like that. I was going to say nationalized uh, uh, Mama Juana. Because he said, you'll never mix this with Malort. It can't happen. <laughs> it will Ruin him, though. We're going to mix that with Malort. We're going to make the worst drink known to man. Decreeing that only those with the certified medical license could produce and sell Mama Juana. In doing so, he also legitimized the drink as a medicinal elixir and placed it on the path to becoming the national libation of the Dominican Republic. I, what would the national I, drink of America be? It's whiskey. Bud Light. Bud Light probably feels close. It's what the rest of the world expects from us. There's more ounces of Bud Light than whiskey. Drink. Mm-hmm. Look, I am so sick of all the videos like, oh, watch these Irish people drink American craft beer and be disgusted by its wateriness. And I'm like, yeah, because they're drinking fucking yingling. Oh, That's, yeah. Like they're, they're, the craft they, they choose is yeah, poor. It's very poor. And I'm like, they, and then they have yeah. Irish whiskey, so like, who's really losing here? <laughs> they, there's, there's, I've seen the same thing. Like, watch Irish people drink, uh, um, uh, 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 American whiskey, like you know, bourbon and whatnot. And they, they don't. At one point, I think they pulled out, uh, 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 t- uh Beam. Jack, da- no, they pulled out Jack Daniels, and I was like, that's not even. <laughs> I, I will burn your entire country down. <laughs> Those potatoes yeah. will be famined again. <laughs> uh, sorry. So on the how it's made, and then I'm just immediately getting like oh, the the oh, intro oh. of the. That's <laughs> uh, uh, K- Casey was talking about needing like science things to like go to sleep. I was like how it's made, except yeah. you won't fall asleep. You yeah. you may or may not fall asleep. There will just be some like you know whirling gog. You're just like I'm not asleep, but I am very rested. As a <laughs> CPAP user and a glasses wearer. I have to have something that I cannot, I don't feel tempted to look at. Mm. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. how it's made is the opposite of that. <laughs> I can't now, look away. Quite this true. device dollops marshmallow into <laughs> peanut butter cups. Well, let me see. Yeah, like, <laughs> how does that happen? This mesmerizing machine does it, and you're like, I have to see it. <laughs> Rather picture- than. Where if it's like a space show, there's very much like a oh I've seen that image before. It's the same 17 images they always use. You're like Carl Sagan described this stuff to me back in the 70s. I can <laughs> I can see it now. I grew up with this. And if you got a little libation, a little bit of uh, mental uh, change uh, going on, you can uh, also like start picturing them in your head, <laughs> making so, your own like dream movies. So I got to say. I'm- uh, Emmett, that the just reminded me because he's he was he ran a fever all day today, and he was definitely in that headspace because oh. 
a manager at his daycare who was no longer there, he he was talking about all day, constantly about, well, Sam said da 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 and then we're just like, dude, how high's your fever? <laughs> like, you haven't seen her in weeks. What's, what's the... I, I, I know, I think the worst one was involved when he was on the toilet and there was talk of Luigi and coins that were in the potty. <laughs> it's so ropey. Yeah. That's, that's the level we were at. And I was like, um, yeah, man, that's <laughs> all right. Uh, so Luigi in the tournament. God, Luigi. Uh, Mama Juana is an alcoholic drink that stands alone for many spirits on the market. Fans often compare it to spiced rums, whiskeys, and bourbons found today. The comparisons, however, I'm a fan of all those things. Mm, yeah. The comparisons, however, fall short to the delicious, complex taste of this unique flavor. At its core, the drink is a smooth blend of rum, spices, and honey. Full stop, you got me right there. That's why I'm just <laughs> like, I have to find it. Traditionally, Damn. it's made homemade with every family uh, coining their own recipe and passing it generation to generation. Each- See, that's the reason it's hard to find in most liquor stores is because... Mm-hmm. If you are really somebody that drinks it and your family has it culturally, you're just buying the twigs and bark and making it. Like so, it, it'd be like trying to find cornbread in, I don't know. You could probably find cornbread Lexington. anywhere because it's good, but you know. <laughs> no, they make it wrong here, is what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, yeah. But everybody's got their own recipe for it. So, like, you would much rather make it than go to the store and be like, oh, let's just buy the store's cornbread. So that's what oh, I came yeah. across in trying to source some. We There is like one. There is one kind you can get here, and it's only in a few states. Mm-hmm. Well, you can only buy it in person in a few states. They'll ship it to, like, 46. But uh, you can go to Amazon and put in Mama Juana, and you will get the empty jugs. It will be in the Mama Juana jug, like, with the wicker and everything, and all the bark and spices and twigs and everything are down the jug. And it just looks like you're just getting – there's no liquid in them. It's just like, here's all the stuff. Add your liquid and do it at home. Good and luck. that is the most common way you can get it. I'm okay. Picking up what you're putting down. Well, each family recipe has its variations, with some opting to include red wine. Red, red wine. Mm. I, 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 in my soul, I know Chris put that line in there just for me. And I have to, we all, we pause. We, we pause. We know what's, you know yeah. what's happening. Um, <laughs> So lay back. Yeah, he's got to get, get it. We think of England. <laughs> I was gonna say, just got to let him get it out of its system. It'll be all right. Uh, yeah. I was gonna say we think of, and I was like blinking completely on the, the band's name that actually does this song. <laughs> oh my god! I was about to say uh, WD forty. Neil Diamond and WD forty. Okay. Yes. <laughs> WD forty. I know. I was like WD forty. <laughs> that's not correct at all. That's it from now on. <laughs> WD forty. They're <laughs> okay. So uh, my night was just made. Sorry. Despite the differences, three ingredients remain constant. I, I can't look at high wire the same. I'm gonna get a can of WD forty. Before <laughs> I'm just gonna be like Neil Diamond. Red red wine. It makes me feel so fun. Gets me high wire all of the time. Okay. Oh, God. So, uh, the 
The ingredients that are constant throughout, no matter what the recipe, are dark rum, special herbs and spices, of course, and a touch of sweetener. Would, so, you, would you say, say there's we eleven. Had eleven of them? <laughs> it's gonna. We're, we're, it may as well be written in there. <laughs> the Colonel's mo- the, the 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 Colonel's Mama Joanna. It's just <laughs> we gotta make Kentucky Mama Joanna. It's, it's if we do, gonna yeah, be the, fried chicken down in the jug. It's in a bucket. It's not in a jug. It's, it's in, in a the, bucket. The, 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 a bucket. The KFC. Yeah, we're. Oh, this is oh. this is their new. This is their new plan. We're gonna make Mama Joanna, and it's we're gonna we're we're just gonna use like like spices you would put into like a fried chicken batter, and it's like all right, put eleven of these in here. Here we are, Mama Joanna. Yeah. It's a moonshine jug, like the the old like <laughs> old timey ones. But it's inside inside that that jug is inside of a KFC bucket because Chianti mm. bottles. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yep. Okay. Uh, so this tradition has led to most internationally available versions to be DIY kits consisting of what appears to be a jug full of mulch. Domin- yeah. <laughs> Dominicans Look it up have- and tell me I'm wrong. Mm. Dominicans have carried Mama Joanna recipes down for generations, each claiming theirs the best recipe. Regardless of differences, the foundation for what is in Mama Joanna remains consistent. Rum, select spices, tree bark and herbs, sweetener of choice. Mama Joanna's ingredients... I, when, when I heard, like, they would each think they're the best, like, they're simply the best. <laughs> I'm glad it's not just me who just has a random radio thing in your yeah. head. It's just like... Wake Come up on, with you bet me. Crazy things in your head. Um, except at least you don't have to have the the kids songs. In your head. I was gonna say, Bob um, doesn't have to have, uh, yeah, the kids show yeah. tunes. Like, I, oh god, what was it? I woke up with one in my head, and I was like, why? Why is it that? <laughs> yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Every day. Uh, Couldn't it be like I'll take Corey Carson any day of the week because it's short, it's sweet, and you like, get the meep, meep. yeah, you get the beep you- beep. You wake up, wheels on the bus go round, and oh no, no, no! It's usually you wake up and it's Paw Patrol, Paw Patrol. (laughs) Yep. But for me, it's always the go because I don't know if you get this, Casey. Subconsciously, they they chant the go thing. It's for like five or six beats. The chant go, 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 and then it pauses for like ten seconds, and then it comes back in. Go, go. Go. It pa- it pauses. Yes, but then uh, wah, I will, wah, wah, wah. As soon as I'm saying that's that's the level of humor I assume that they are putting into when they're coming up with the yeah, yeah it's fine yeah I'll take the hate. Brittany can't take it because as soon as they hit the music breakdown and they're all jumping in the cars, I come running in from whatever wherever I am <laughs> doing whatever I am, and I will jump into the room and start pumping my fist and headbanging, going go. Go, and I will not stop. Emmett and I both that, are like, "Can you not?" <laughs> Emmett's like, "Dad, Dad, no." He's like, "I'm just, trying I'm just to in to the middle song. of the room, pumping my fist and banging my head, going, go, go," and I won't stop until the music stops. Oh, Emmett man. needs to know that his father is always there to embarrass him. <laughs> oh, he'll know. There was one that whenever I was traveling this past week, I got out. I was as I left the car in the garage in Covington, I was, you know, singing the song. And then as I got back to the car three days later, it got in the car. I was singing it again. And I didn't re- like I was like, really? Like, I thought I left you behind. Never. 
You left it right there and picked it back up. Yeah, whatever it was, there had to been something subconsciously that was trying to. This this does remind me for 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 a brief side jack in terms of like family embarrassing, you know, a child. Uh, My my middle niece Addie has got uh, a boyfriend uh, right now, and Uh she's like fifteen, and. Uncle Bro, Uncle Bob breaking out his switchblade skills. Like, oh, we we were set around the table like, oh, uh, it's like, oh, well, he's not come to meet your parents yet. Oh, I don't know, Addy. Doesn't seem like he's a stand-up guy. I think you should. You think you need to get rid of him? He's like, no, it's fine. Like you guys are just being mean to him. No, we won't be mean. And if he's mean to you, your dad knows where the some mine shafts. <laughs> and like, and it's like, no, it's fine. You don't, he doesn't have to meet me, right, Dad? Yeah, Justin, you'll be a few hundred yards away with uh, with with uh, with a rifle. Exactly. <laughs> it's fine. I won't, like I'll, I'll use a laser sight so he knows that he's safe. He knows he doesn't mess up. See, and the, yeah, they're just like she's like, I hate you guys. Like, because like it's like the three of us just looking at each other, going, "We're having the time of our lives right now, Eddie. I'm sorry." People don't realize it. Justin has he legitimately has switchblade skills. Like you don't. It's not for the reasons you think. But he can work a he can work a blade. What reasons would I think? I was like <laughs> that that I own an actual switchblade because what I own is a bottle opener. <laughs> he is, there's a bottle opener on the end of his, but he can do all these tricks with it. It's a bottle literally, opener. Literally just flipped out of my hand and caught it midair. Uh, not intentional, but it's like oh, don't don't need that clatter in the set in the sound. Really, uh, 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 underselling the point. Now I need to know like. Wait, but what is everybody thinking? <laughs> what What is like, ah, Bob would have a switchblade because of X. Bob's always spun the tale of Cocaine Bear, and now the Cocaine Bear movie's coming. So I I have been inundated with, with messages about Cocaine Bear, and I'm like, you know what? As the spreader of gospel of Cocaine Bear, <laughs> I am... I'm, it's fine. Bring another, it. Another aside. Has Watch everyone watched the trailer as to how batshit insane that movie is going to be? I, I'm disappointed. Bear, really? Bears can't climb trees. What? Yes, they can. <laughs> they can totally. Constant. It's like the whole trailer is like, well, let's let's state a couple things and make it look like there are these investigations and blah blah blah. And then every twenty seconds, a bear did cocaine. <laughs> like that's all it is. I I have joked for the longest time when that bear was when that bear lived for the. 30 minutes after it did, you know, after it buy did. like five kilos of cocaine, that bear was the apex predator of the entire planet. <laughs> was. I was waiting for them to say that. They said the word apex predator in the trailer, but not the apex predator of the planet. I was waiting for should, it. It's probably it had me write the movie. They got to, they got to, you know, you can't put everything in the trailer. Okay, oh, I literally God. have a paragraph left, guys. We're, we're sorry. So far <laughs> off track. We're into cocaine. Bear. We're cocaine. Like, hmm. <laughs> I don't even know where I'm at. Like me some of that cocaine bear. Okay, okay, okay. Where where am I at? Uh, Okay, yes. Mama Juana's ingredients (laughs) can vary, often number more than a dozen. And some, like cloves and raisins, might be familiar. Others, like West Indian milkberry, obviously, uh, Pega Palo, and a cinnamon like bark, brown as. Uh, or sorry, cinnamon-like bark known as ooh, uh, canalilla. No one is safe. 
Yeah, I don't know. Uh, often, the herbs are sold in bags or bottles for people to add to their own booze. Usually, the first batch of Mama Juana from fresh herbs is discarded since the flavors are too strong to be drinkable. Look, that's what we at this show call Flavor Town. <laughs> Afterward, the it, herbs... It's the Lord. <laughs> that first batch is just the bitter. Oh, the, the first oh. batch is flavor. That, that'll stop you right there. Um, now I'm going to put about 500 pounds of malt into this. <laughs> Wait, no. <laughs> uh, afterward, the herbs can be used several times as the ma- Mama Juana is, Mama Juana is drunk. Oh, I'm like, this is, it. it it, it the got drunk on itself. itself gets wasted. Ooh, I'm sorry. Okay. Mama Joanna gets white girl wasted. <laughs> in addition to the herbal ingredients, some Mama Joanna is said to contain uh, endangered sea turtle penises. That's where the uh, <laughs> the turtle meat. Here I didn't want to spoil it. The turtle meat is the turtle meat, which is the up, uh, upping the aphrodisiac factor. Here we are. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Oh, so it's not authentic sorry. Mama Joanna unless it's got leatherback turtle penises in it. <laughs> okay, never mind. I under- this is uh they they want a turtle horn. <laughs> yes. Yes, turtle horn. I have a horn. Oh, oh no. <laughs> oh, so concocting it make a, the lower I horn. Want to make a, an Eastern Kentucky Mama Joanna where you go like sassafras root and Ginseng and yeah, turtle see. dicks. Well, and raccoon penis. <laughs> raccoon penises, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you got to get what's local. I mean, there you can find turtles around home. <laughs> I, I have not found a turtle penis, however. It's got to well, be. Yeah, snap- I've not found the penis. But... It's got to be a snapping turtle penis, and you got to wrestle it off of him barehanded. It's a whole situation. Yeah. <laughs> that uh, turtle does not want to give it up. <laughs> turns out. <laughs> Never going to give it up. Never going to let you down. Oh, we're so off. Where are the we rails. at right now? <laughs> there are no survivors. You can tell it's the end of the year, wreck. first of all. Uh, okay. Anyway, seriously, last thing. I'm, I just want to be done with my thing at this point. <laughs> She's like, looks uh, like she's done talking with, about turtle penises. Yeah. So uh, they have penises, or do they just they have like a cloaca and like they have like the hemipenes? Is it like a is like a uh, a pig penis where it's that like spiraled thing? What? I that's 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 common in mammals. I don't think it handles in reptiles. I'm pretty sure it probably has a cloaca. Oh god! Someone's Google because of us. Someone's googling turtle penises. This seems like a thing that Scott It'll Johnson be... would do on TMS right now. Oh, <laughs> It'll god. be number one uh, Google search tomorrow. We'll be like, well, we know where that came from. All right. I have like a sentence or two. The final paragraph. Preparation has many possibilities. So did y'all hear about the... I'm going to murder you guys. <laughs> uh, she will da-da-da-da. murder us. Yeah. Many versions of the drink commonly include star anise, cloves, cinnamon, honey, or molasses. The ingredients are steeped for almost a year until the final product is ready to be enjoyed. That's a lot of steeping. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> she could, You're closer, you know, Brittany, so. you could mute him. <laughs> well, she has all the power. That's literally. the thing. Like, you could have stopped us at any time. Well, I can't. I can't mute you, though. Can't you? I no. You can only quasi mute me because her mic will pick me up. Well, yeah, it's because you're loud. Because yeah, you're 
the if the neighbors had a mic on, they'd pick you up. <laughs> anyway. <sighs> Part of me wants the neighbors to be micing you. <laughs> they don't want to um, be micing me because I can hear them having sex through the wall. <laughs> Wait, what? I knew that was that where I was going, but somehow it's still like I had that laugh of surprise. It's like, no. That, you've that you've was... apparently missed that when we... <laughs> Like, we've been in here, and you can hear, like, loud sex through the wall, and it's like, all right, I guess we're, we're all just pretending like we don't hear this, okay? <laughs> I guess That's I haven't side eye look. <laughs> all right, pre-made Mama Joanna can only be found in a handful of states in the U.S., including Florida, California, New York, and New Jersey, at Total Wine and Costco. A handful of Mama Joanna cafes have started popping up mostly in the aforementioned states along with some in georgia there were an Um, alarm not uh, not alarming but for that not to be one of the states where it's available there are a surprising number of cafes and i thought it's like mama joanna cafes it's so weird but it's because of the baked goods that's all we can find locally because we have Mm. we have jungle gyms up here the international food market and they have crap tons of Mama Juana cakes and things of that nature, but no Mama they, Juana. That'd still be good to try, though. And that's Do what I was have... like, rum cake is a thing, and this is made with rum. So I was like, yeah, it all tracks and makes sense. Brittany, can we have rum cake at New Year's? I know. I We were just talking about that at Thanksgiving at my mom and dad's, and I was like, <laughs> which one, do you want? Which one do you want? Do you want the one? I, I, I want rum cake that is more alcoholic than what I'll be drinking. <laughs> That's the one uh, that I made that was the Pioneer Woman's recipe, and I'm like, yeah, that tracks. <laughs> you want the one where every bite's like taking a shot. Gotcha. Yeah. Look, the in fairness, as we discussed like in a number of episodes, the amount of alcohol consumed back in back in pioneer days very high oh, yeah. best part of waking up was getting cider in your cup first thing in the morning her recipes are because insane. you couldn't drink the water god think about how much of our history is is dictated by the fact that water wasn't safe everyone was drunk everyone was working on like a mid buzz throughout the entire you know for a large chunk of human history we finally get safe water like, look at all the technology. You get the internet a hundred years later. <laughs> yes, industrial revolution kicks off the second we start getting like reliable, clean water, and it's like, oh, oh, we should be sober. Apparently, you get hydro homies, and you get the hydro homies, and then the space race follows. <laughs> all right. So, Casey, are there uh, are there cocktails for Mama Joanna? There are some Mama Juana cocktails. Would you like? Would Would you want me to talk about them? <laughs> you just sound like a troll from World of Warcraft, and I was like, "That's offensive to my people." A few of them. There's a couple of them that downright sound nasty. <laughs> so nasty. If, if I were to say, "What should you do with Mama Juana?" I feel like it's one of these drinks that should be enjoyed as a premix of its own. All right, it's got the sweetener. It's got all the little herbs and spices. Um, it's got all the the wine to kind of water it down just a bit. So, like, take it a shot. That's not a bad, you know, take a shot, serve it over ice. It's a good good little cocktail to go that way. That but, was the recommendation, and that's how I feel. There is one cocktail that I feel uh, I will point it out when we get to it. 
that I feel is a definite, yeah, that, that seems to be a good follow-up. But everyone's like, really, traditionally, it's just drank as a shot at room temperature. Before bedtime. <laughs> oh, before, uh, not before bedtime, before bedtime. Before bedtime. Um, before business time. If you do... Um, you can always garnish it with a uh, an orange twist, a just as a penis? little. <laughs> put your raccoon penis over on the side. Drape it across the <laughs> glass. That's how that's how you allure you, someone to drink your mama juana. No, it's a uh, it's it's like a celery stick and a bloody mary. You put an erect <laughs> turtle penis into. God. Oh God! What is wrong? We're with monsters. This? Why isn't there a there's a rectal penis that you put into drinks, Casey? What is the matter with you? There's got to be a a bar somewhere that uses a penis as a stir stick, like a, a an animal penis, penis shaped one. I get oh, you see the oh, animal sure. penises gets it where you're like I do. They? You, in the Dominican Republic, I'm sure you can find a bar that uses animal penises. <laughs> In some fashion, it's like what was like, that one on? Um, on is it Falcon Winter Soldier where he like he drinks like s- some some kind of balls or something in like his uh, alcoholic drink? Oh, oh, uh, well, I mean, they, they mean they're that's the uh, yeah, they're so. magic. I, I know, but still, it's a thing out in. Uh, um, that's where Wolverine's bar is. Come on, the thing out in like a uh, 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 the Far East. There's a uh, they have like the alcohol that they they steep like. Like snakes in, yeah, yeah. So I think that's just like a take on that, but like that plus Rocky Mountain oysters because they're like, oh, that, that sounds gross. Listen, you can buy raccoon penises on Amazon. So <laughs> you Casey, have just destroyed your search Casey history. Is re- he is getting ready to do this, and they're five inches long. <laughs> At Broken Throne Brewing, you'll be able to find raccoon penis stir sticks soon. For like his the, uh, his Mama Joanna his uh, uh what's a Kentucky Mama Joanna going to be called? I was like, what are we going to call? It's going to be oh, Mammy, Mammy. <laughs> oh no, 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 no that's no, what I was going to no, say. No, no, no. hard Jeez, pass, Mammy. A lot of a uh, lot of hard head shaking. No, 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 no. We're dropping. No, no. Mamma, <laughs> Mamma. Okay, Mamma Joanna, Mamma Joanna, Mamma Jean, Mamma Jean, Mamma Jean, Mamma Jean is it. God, that's all right. Here you go about this item on Amazon. That's what this show is: million dollar ideas all the time. Let's hear Casey's description of these five inch raccoon penises. (laughs) Clear Creek, Clear Creek Trading Company raccoon penile bone. Bones treated uh, bones are boiled and treated with enzymes or enzyme substrates to produce clean finish without degrading the bone. And these seemingly odd bones have been used for centuries as toothpicks, buttons, swizzle sticks. And fertility charms. Legit used uh, in cocktails. Yep. Oh, God. But why? Do it. Do it. Make it available. You use, you use what's available. You use every, every part of the buffalo, Brittany. Every part of the, the raccoon. If we start to uh, make cocktails that are made on demand, I'm definitely having my bartenders use this as like a gimmick. <laughs> would you like the penis shot? Because people would come from states away just oh. to get... No, Casey, you can't do it there. You have to open... Never mind. I had a terrible idea that we're just not going to finish the sentence. Um, Let's let's, let's go through some some of these drinks. Yeah. 
All right. So if you are wanting to to mix things up, keep in mind this is a Caribbean drink. So a lot of Caribbean um, kinds of cocktails would go well with it. Um, being that you could make a Mama Tai out of this, um, you just a little orange curacao, some fresh lime juice, orgot syrup, um, and then an ounce and a half of the actual Mama Juana. Just use it as you would any other rum in that case. You could also make something like uh, a, a mojito, but with a dark rum like Mama Juana. Uh, sugar, fresh okay. mint leaves, lime wedges. Uh, they call it a mojita. Do you do you muddle that mint, Casey? Uh, it says no no muddling here. Good. Yep, no muddling. It's classic. You slap yeah. it. You've also got the mamacita. Which is uh, two ounces of the rum uh, or Mama Juana, and then uh, top it with grapefruit soda over ice. So that one seems like it would be one that I would I would be enjoy. The would, and it would be fun to order the Mamacita. Mamacita, please. How about a side <laughs> chick? I could get a, a a side chick here. Two parts of Mama Juana, one part Contra or some other, other orange liquor. Um, ginger ale, one part. Lemon juice, fresh squeezed, one part. See, Honestly, I I was thinking, like, would would you also be okay ordering a sugar daddy? That's where I'm at. I'm like, as soon as I saw that, I was like, that sounds delightful. I do sugar daddy would be thing. good. Uh, three ounces of Mama Juana, a tablespoon of brown sugar, a dash of bitters, and an orange twist. Yes, as you said. Why does it taste so good? I like the brown sugar idea with this one. Right? Yeah. Mm. I'm just like, everything in it, I'm like, that all I, just like I don't even need a mama I don't even need a mama Joanna. I kinda wanna make a rum old fashioned now and just use brown sugar. Mm. Uh the I bet it would be good with that coconut sugar we have too. Mm. Yeah. You could probably just thinking of which mama Joanna you're using, you could probably get rid of the bitters because it's gonna bring its own bitter to it. Mm. Yeah. You could possibly get rid of the bitters or switch it up for something that's more like an aromatic than a bitters is. Um, like well, uh, bitters that is more aromatic rather than just something for the bitters. At the very bottom, they have what's I guess the because these are all from the Candela website because theirs is the pre-made, predominantly available version. Uh, their signature is the spicy mama. I didn't know one of these one of these ingredients existed. <laughs> so you got Mama Juana, three ounces. Two ounces of fresh lemon juice and an ounce of jalapeno syrup. I didn't know you had a – there was a syrup for jalapenos. I'd say it's just one of those that you just like Infuse. toss your jalapenos into your, your simple syrup and then strain them out. Yeah. Infuse like – I would infuse like the <clears throat> the seeds straight into the <laughs> – Just for heat. And yeah. then I don't know how you want to say it, but the one at the very top is just an abomination and I want nothing to do with it. The Coquito? Yeah, I'm like, nah, dog. I read the first oh. step one, and I'm like, nope, checked out. I'm I'm okay with this one, I think. So the Coquito is uh, one can of evaporated milk condensed. Oh, wait. I thought this was either or. No. This is all of them. It's all of them. Um, all, all the dairy. <laughs> nope. All of the above. Okay. Done. So evaporated milk, condensed milk, coconut milk, and coconut cream. All that goes in a blender. Add a cup and a half of Mama okay. Joanna. Blend on high until well combined and serve chilled um, with loved ones. You better watch out which loved ones that you're that serving chilled. Like, <laughs> you're, 
you're serving that with loved ones you don't want to speak to ever again. Favorite union turns into an orgy at that point. Oh, God, no. <laughs> see, I see that, and all I can think of is, uh, like, what if instead we put this into a baked good? If you got that ev- evaporated and condensed milk, mm. you can mm. you can bake bake that into something. Make like a, Do like a poke cake. Bar. Oh, yeah. We can we can salvage this. We can get it there. Uh, Until it starts getting, to separate. Yeah. Speaking of getting there, I think we should talk about what we're drinking. Take me there. I want to go there. Muscatel, one of the finest wines of Idaho. Uh, would you taste it for us, please? <laughs> Excellent choice. Should be for 95 cents. Ah. <laughs> oh. I love it. Oh, I love it so much. It is one of my, as an adult, is one of my favorite scenes in the Muppet movie. <laughs> it's every time I hear it, I can't help. Like Steve Martin is wearing these shorts that are like seventies <laughs> basketball shorts, but uh, that's how short they are. But they look like <laughs> they're just like hemmed, like nice dress pants to the point that his balls are almost <laughs> hanging out of them. <laughs> Oh, Steve Martin delivers in that scene. Uh, uh, also, to be said, so we have we have not convened since Thanksgiving. Hmm. Uh, upon a rewatching of the Thanksgiving classic of planes, trains, and automobiles, hmm. that movie is just pure gold. <laughs> and if you've I never mean, watched it, I feel for you. But AMC had you unlock this year <laughs> because. Thanksgiving weekend was John Candy weekend. Oh, that's a good weekend. Oh, it was. I watched Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, uh, The Great Outdoors. Uncle like Buck was home, on. Uncle Buck, Buck, Home Alone. Everything was just on repeat. And I was just like, Mwah, this is so good. I just ate it up. I had not seen those movies in so long. It's so good. <laughs> but no. Tragedy, that, that man is gone. Yeah, and uh, Ryan Reynolds. I was going to say, who's doing like a documentary? Ryan Reynolds is doing a documentary uh, about John Candy. It's going to be I think a, out next year. There's a good uh, one last John Candyism, I guess, before we move on. There's a cool uh, uh, clip from uh, the Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend podcast where he talks about he, uh, a John Candy, like popped up at Harvard to like tour the place and talk to people, I guess. Uh, and that was when Conan was there and Conan was like, like the guy kind of like showing him around. Could like spend a lot of time with him. And he was like, Oh, this is great. He's like, it's like, yeah, I'm thinking about getting into comedy. And he goes, you don't think about getting into it. You are in or you're not. And he was like, Oh, and like apparently that, that altered part of Conan's entire life path. And I was like, what in the thought John Candy was the one that did that. Huh. But Cool. Man was, Without John Candy, we would not have had the monorail episode of, of The Simpsons, is what yep. I'm saying. And he's He started the curse. What was the script? I oh, um, I know what you're talking about. Um, oh, I guess Belushi started it, and then it was Candy, and Candy. then it was Farley. Yeah. There's, there a, there's, a, there's a movie that kept trying to get made, and everyone kept dying. that they yeah, Because Belushi was the first. He was like written for him. And then Belushi uh, was like, yeah, let's do it. And then he died. And then it was pitched to John Candy to follow up. And he was like, yeah, let's do it. And then he died. And then it was pitched to Farley. And Farley's like, yeah, let's do it. And then he died. So they're like, it's cursed. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Anyway, 
what what we're drinking rather than rather than cocaine. Cocaine. Uh, well, so we didn't we didn't share anything this time really. We drank no. different things. Keep uh, over there. I'll keep mine over here. I know. <laughs> you didn't, Brittany. You didn't get any of of what Chris had. No. No, I gave her a drink of the. He, okay. he had me try the what was it was the maple thing. Oh yeah, the maple jacket. Yeah, that was. Um, oh, it's delicious. I almost I almost grabbed that. Uh, that was the closest I could get to drinking the style. That was that was a Tussin situation. Oh, uh, that no, was awful. It's, it's magic, and we'll get to that. I tried a sip of that and was like, oh no, no. I, I forget. I, apparently, I was quite miserly with my other drink. Oh uh, yeah, I didn't get to try that at all. Oh, um. Magic. I had th- this is from like my boss got me these like ages ago. Uh this is from Texas. Uh Monolith. Hmm. It is I love the art on this. Like it is a really clean, like motor oil thick stout. Yeah. And I nice. loved how they packaged it because it was in it looked like it was gonna be a bomber. It was in this like big ornate cardboard box, and then when you popped it open, it was actually two twelve ounce cans. And I was like, nice. sweet. I was like, that is awesome, and more people should do that. This is from... Uh, where is it's it? also much more drinkable. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was like, holy shit. It's like, yeah, we don't have to pop a bomber to try it. Martin House Brewing Company in Fort Worth, Texas. And this is a whiskey barrel-aged imperial stout. 13%. That's what I was like. Also, Tis the season. not mm. a pastry stout. Yeah. Boom. Oh, literally in the description, it says, think motor oil. <laughs> Yeah, so our thickest stout yet, aged four months in whiskey barrels. So yeah, Thank you. Uh, that was pretty good actually. Um, pretty happy about that. We I don't All think right. we've tried the other one that my boss brought from Texas because it, it was one of the, based on like Stranger Things, the Ve- oh, Vecna no. I think. I don't think we've had that yet. Yeah, so that's still in there somewhere. But I was like, based on Stranger Things, or was it based on D and D? Stranger Things. Column A, Column B. Which um, popularized the D and D. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's. Uh, I was like, well, you know, Texas doing doing well so far, actually. <laughs> doing Texas things. So what? Did, what, what, did what percent was that? Come on. Give I, us... said, I said thirteen. Oh. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, I started with what I was quite miserly with was the death metal from. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that Casey brought us. When, Trillium. Uh, yeah, from Trillium. Oh, God. It's so good. Um, I was know. looking. I was like, I see the flower. What does the flower mean? I was like, oh, yeah, it's Trillium. I, yeah, so I had that problem with a lot of them, too. It's like, where's the name of the thing? And I keep, I, eventually I see the flower and I go, oh, right. It's like, brood in Massachusetts. And I'm like, well, it has to be Trillium. So, yeah, it is. That is fantastic. Uh, I think as Casey had described it initially, it's like, it's basically a glass of orange juice. And I'm like, yeah, that's. Orange juice, or it's not as sweet as I would call pog juice, but it's more akin mm. to that. Mm, yeah, delicious, and it's like trillium. I mean, treehouse and trillium are you know <laughs> the duet yeah. that do that. Well, not invented, but perfected New England IPAs. Yeah, it's it's tasty. And then I polished that off and felt I needed something close to style, and whereas I. I, I, I don't know. I just immediately, when I knew I was writing this episode, I just Googled it. And I was like, oh, you can, I was like, it's popping up on like Total Wine and all these things. I was like, I'll be able to find some, no problem. And just push it to the back of my mind. And then it comes time to get it. And I'm like, oh, crap, I can't get it. 
It was like, I'm two weeks out, and I can't get any in that amount of time. But I reached in the fridge and pulled out from Revolution Brewing a maple jacket. Barley wine ale aged in bourbon barrels with maple syrup. Felt like the closest I could get. It's a 14.4% alcohol and uh, delicious. Absolutely uh, delicious. I almost picked that up when I was trying to think about uh, uh, what I should what I should grab for the night. Uh, I like that the, Chris is trying to sell me on it and Brittany is, is, is not for it. I tried a sip and I was just like, no. This dry English barley wine ale rested for y- one year in freshly emptied maple syrup bourbon barrels before being sweetened with that same syrup just prior to packaging. Subtle maple. Was it, was it breasted or rested? <laughs> rested? That's what I heard. Okay. I thought it was, I was like, was it just me? Did anyone else hear breasted? And no, I rested. think on, on the taste, like I, I don't know, barley wines are hit or miss for me. Subtle maple aromatics and flavor complement the classic vanilla and toffee notes we've come to expect with <laughs> determinant to balance. Enjoy now or store cold. There was not a toffee nor vanilla situation happening. I get both. Mm-mm. Try it now that it's room temperature. Take it and try it. It's... mm, I'm licking it out of my mustache. Mm. It does smell like syrup. It's 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 great. It's a good sign. Barley wines from Revolution do not go wrong. It's true. Like, seriously, Straight Jacket is like one of my all-time favorite beers. She's still making a face. It's not too late for a divorce. It's only one time it's too late for a divorce. Casey, how's your marriage? Mine's on the rocks. Ha, 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 ha. Um, I'm trying to think of a joke that means she's not here, but (laughs) (laughs) that's because she goes to work and stays there while she works the three days. Oof. Oof. Right. Well, uh, my non-existent marriage is fine. Uh, (laughs) So uh, I uh, didn't even try to drink to style. Didn't I was like, you know what? I've I've spent too much on alcohol in the last few days. Uh, That's kind of also where I was at. <laughs> yeah, we got a move uh, coming up. I've got to lighten that move. We got to drink some of the stores. Oh God, it's gonna be one of those New Years, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Buckle up. That's, that's why they ask me, like, is Bob okay? It's not because I chug. It's the Choked off squid air. ink sake. It's the it's the pre gaming. It's the off air drinking that was <laughs> peer pressured upon him. <laughs> anyway, uh, no, uh, I am drinking uh, something from uh, Void Sake. Uh, uh, they have uh, Luminous Wonders. It's a new one. This oh. bottle, by the way, it's a sexy j- label. Yeah, well, I'm just showing the label. That label slaps. It does. Uh, it's a nice. Uh, 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 Color and version of their normal stuff, but it's got like little little jellyfish on there. It's real cool. Uh, this is a uh, uh, Tokubetsu Junmai. Uh, tokubetsu just means special. Um, 
And this is like they use. There's a different process they use for this one. It comes out a little bit different from some of their other stuff. It is. It has slightly more gin-like characteristics. Not saying it tastes like gin, but it has like a a hundred percent anyway. But it's got like little little notes that are familiar with that. It is the easiest drinking sake I've ever seen in my life. Hmm. It drinks like water. Uh, it's got flavor. It it's nice, but. I have drank the whole bottle, uh, <laughs> except this little bit that's here left in my glass. Uh, it's it is real tasty. Uh, I have one other bottle, which is probably coming up for New Year's for you guys to give a give a little try to. Uh, so, Casey, what you got? I figured I would stick close to the region, even if I couldn't find the Mama Juana. Got some Dominican rum. I've got some uh, Cuban rum. Ah, so, cool, buddy. Okay, yeah. So I was able to to snag some last trip to Canada or something and and bring it back. They call you Cuban Pete. You play the king of the rumba beat. Boom chaka chaka. Oh, that, what's the? See, you got boom chicky boom boom chicky boom boom chicky boom. boom. There I got it the, is. Uh, Cuba 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 Cuba. Ah 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 ah. <laughs> So Havana, uh, Havana Club seven year. Um, so good rum, delicious. This is the one that I had opened. I have a couple more that are a little more like specialty, older um, in the cabinet, but I haven't opened those yet. So I was like, meh. You just had me looking back at my my shelf to see like, do I have a good rum that's on? Uh, I haven't had it. I, it's been a while since I've, I've I've broke down into rum land, but yeah, maybe I need to go back in there. It's been, yeah. This year, it's been all whiskey all the time. Uh, the Scotch episodes haven't uh, <laughs> yeah. really lend to anything else. Yeah, yeah. I bought a lot of Scotch this year. <laughs> I also bought what about I bought a twenty-year port Ooh. last week, maybe or the week before. Okay. It was on for a decent price. I can't remember. Maybe we were, did it for the uh, on. Uh, I talked about it on the show, but I don't know. It wasn't much. It was like seventy bucks or less, taxes and all. Like, all right, I'll take it. Well, that's not that's uh, that's fine. Yeah, that's... <laughs> I'm like I'm used to those running like in the hundreds. So yeah, indeed. All right then. So today's episode is written by one Christopher Walker, Hi. using many resources from the Dominican Republic and abroad. Look, it's. It's a slew. Of, it's just a scatter shot, and like, there's not a lot on this particular thing. And that's like when we looked at it last year when we were naming it because it was on our radar. It was like, hey, this is a weird new thing, and I could foresee us retouching Mama Juana in more of a like, I don't know, I want to call it like a Caribbean collection because there are mm. half a dozen other liquors in this I don't know, in this vein that have mm-hmm. been birthed recently that are starting to see international light. So there's a number of other things that we could possibly touch on later. Hmm. Uh, maybe we just like try and corral them all into a more cohesive episode because not everyone wants to hear the Columbus story over and over and over again. No, that's... No, they need to know. They need to know that man was a monster. You know. 1492, a plague came across from 
Columbus uh, sailed an ocean of blood. Yeah. And I just God. hear like Death the, Clock writing a song. There's a there's a chart uh, I'd seen some off topic. We'll, we'll wrap up here in just a second. But there's a chart I remember seeing one time uh, a long time ago where it's like the the staggered uh, uh, depopulation of the Americas of native uh, Native Americans uh, from like the initial contact because it's just like you can see just it it, it you know diseases hit and they just washed over the whole continent and it is. When you see like death tolls, you see like the, the that that wave. It it is staggering because like by the time, like you know, England got to the got to the Americas, it was like, oh, huh, strange. There doesn't seem a whole lot of them around here. You'd think the country, the uh, the uh, land mass this large, they'd be all over the place. Yeah. Oh, because yeah. white people are the worst. <laughs> I mean, that's uh, that. There's an old meme that has like the Pocahontas picture where it's you know like the chief holding out. It's like. Like most of most of world history, this white man is dangerous. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just, I go back to Wakanda Forever, where it's like the oh colonizer. Yeah, it's all my it's my favorite colonizer. <laughs> that was the best bit that that's involved the only Martin reason Morgan Carver. Freeman's in that movie. Is Martin so they Freeman could, or Morgan Freeman, Martin Freeman, to deliver so they could go ah oh, colonizer. <laughs> Like that was, it was it, and that was all he needed to be there for. And I'm like, I agree. <laughs> I needed that line that helps. He's playing me an American, but he's British, and he yeah. knows what he did. Helps me sleep at night. <laughs> all right, let's let's wrap this up. Indeed. Casey. I thought I was uh, muted, but I was unmuted. So whenever I went to mute, I was unmuted or muted. You get what I'm saying. Yep. Picking up what you're putting down. But you he know what said, else I'm saying? He said he's too drunk I'm saying, to taste this chicken. I have Mortal World's the Colonel. <laughs> too tar- drunk to taste the 11 herbs and spices. In this Why do we not have that as a sounder <laughs> now? I'm too drunk to taste this chicken. <laughs> we say it enough. You just pick one of us saying it. You can subscribe and get some great resources at haveadrinkshow.com. Or follow us at Have a Drink Show on social media and twitch.tv. Don't forget, you can tell us your favorite drink, ask a question, or just leave some general feedback. You use the email address feedback at haveadrinkshow.com uh, or uh, use the feedback page on the website. Also, uh, you could uh, take it a personal ad. Let let us know uh, how, you, how you're feeling about us. You know, maybe there's a misconnection, and you can, you can <laughs> put that out there. I don't know if they still do those in the newspaper anymore, honestly, because no one buys them. I was like, what is a new? What what is this news papier you you speak of? You know, bird bird cage liners. Oh, you mean puppy pads? Okay, inky puppy pads. Mm. All joking and fun aside, we'd like to remind everyone to please drink responsibly. Yes, and uh, we're we're drinking like fishes tonight because we're all locked up, safe at home. Mm. Yes, and because uh, there's another couple of weeks for the next live episode, and then which will be the last live episode prior to New Year's Eve streamathon. So you'll hear the official time at that yeah, next, yes. uh, the next episode. <laughs> Hopefully before then, but at least on social media. But yes. you'll, you, yeah, you'll hear it on the episode. Then we'll we'll have yeah, we'll put it out there other places. Indeed. 
Uh, and also remember to check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash have a drink show and the store. Of course, they, we have the holiday sweater pattern back, haveadrinkstore.com. Once again, I am Brittany Lee Walker. I'm Justin Frazier. I'm Christopher Walker. And I'm Casey Price. We shall see you next time. Bye. Bye, guys. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this broker. <laughs>